Welcome to the Faithful Fathering Podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us. This is Rick Wirtz, founder and president of Faithful Fathering, where we encourage and equip dads to be faithful fathers. Those are dads that uh, prioritize physical presence, are engaged emotionally, and lead spiritually by example. This is the uh, the third in our in our four part series on dads becoming heroes, and we're going to discuss. Uh, how dads become heroes in their children's eyes through consistency. And uh, in the studio with me is a friend, uh, uh, Ruben Villarreal. We ask you to uh, introduce yourself again. Just say hey and uh, thank you for being here, Ruben. No, th- thank you for inviting me in, and I've really enjoyed uh, being a part of this. Well, it's a blessing. And uh, one passage I, I like to start off with when we talk about consistency is from my favorite gospel, Gospel of John, where uh, Jesus spends a lot of time talking about his dad. Yeah. So that's that's why it's my favorite gospel. But he makes a comment here in, in chapter 10, verses 2 through 4. He says, The man who enters by the gate is the shepherd of his sheep, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls on his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he's brought out all of his own, he goes on ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. Yeah. I love that passage because that's the consistency that uh, a shepherd has over his sheep, that uh, Jesus has over us, that his father had over him, and that we're to have over our children. Uh, How do you practice consistency in your marriage and in your home? Um, To me, when I think about consistency, I think like the most important part is like my temperament, right? You know, like I I want my wife and my kids to see the same man Right, you know, like I don't want them to be on eggshells of like, well, you know, is this gonna set him off, you know, or is this gonna make him mad? Is this gonna make you know, like, no, like, you know, I, I try to be, you know, emotionally very consistent. Um, you know, of course, I'm just like anyone else. I get upset, I get angry, I get sad, what all the emotions, just like anyone else. But I never want my children, especially as they grow up and they're getting older and, and pushing the, the, the boundaries more and more and the buttons more and more. Um, I don't want them to, to be in a household where they're just not sure how their father is going to react. I want them to know if I do this, my dad's going to react like this. And if I do this, my dad's going to react like this, right? I want them to know that, um, uh, you know, to have those markers in their minds so where they know, like, if I do right, my dad's going to reward me. If I do wrong, he's going to discipline me, right? But not where there's just an inconsistency going on. Right. I like the story of the uh, the mechanic. I don't know if you've heard this and the trouble tree. He uh, uh, they were working and he had such a crazy day. He hadn't had a chance to work on his own truck, so he asked the manager if he could drop him off at home on his way home. And, and so the the manager did. And they're running a little bit late, and the manager pulls into the driveway, lets the, his mechanic out. And uh, he starts to back out of the driveway, and he sees his mechanic, you know, thinking that he would run in the home, right. you know, because he was late for dinner. Uh, he goes to the middle of the yard and puts a hand on his, on the tree in right. the middle of the yard and uh, and then goes in the house. And the, the mechanic, uh, the manager just kind of thought that was odd. So when he picked him up the next morning, uh, the mechanic came out, and he says, you know, I... We were both running late last evening, and uh, I thought you'd go running in the house, and you went out in the yard and, and, and put your hand on that tree. What was that about? He says, well, that's my trouble tree. 
He yeah. says, I know when I walk in the house, I've got three kids who are going to jump on me. Right. He says, I had kind of a stressful day. I didn't want to walk in and, and be all tied up in knots and tell them get away from me. So right. I just put all the troubles on that tree and I walked in the house consistently, just like you were, right. were talking of. And I thought, that's a beautiful image right. know, to make sure how, how we uh, walk in. Right. right. Uh, your girls know what to expect, obviously. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They know I, I walk in, they, they expect a, a hug or a carry or or kiss or something, right? And so uh, um, they spend a lot of time at my in-laws and whenever we go and pick them up or I go and pick them up, um, uh, as soon as I walk through that door, man, they both jump up, they run to me and sure, because they know that, hey, that's consistently sort of what we do. Is that something you picked up from your dad? Uh, the consistency, I, I did pick that up from my dad, just he's, uh, you know, uh, uh, a, a, I think I mentioned earlier that he was just very, if he said, you know, we'll meet you at three, he was there at 2.30, right? He's just very consistent in a lot of things, you know, and um, and I think that that influenced me uh, as well. I'm, I, I, I probably won't show up at 2.30 early like he did, but but consistent in the sense that, you know, if I say I'm going to do something, I do it, and, and, and I'm, like I said, I'm the same person, um, you know, I try to be the same person all the time, right, where you, you know what's expected of me. I grew up in a violent alcoholic home, so you never knew what to expect. I can imagine. It could be in a rage, could be passed out, or it could be relatively normal. And, right. Uh, but I, I, I left that uh, as an overcomer dad saying, I'm going to be consistent. But unfortunately, I was kissing the, the kids goodbye in the morning when they were asleep and going right. to work, and I'd come back and I'd kiss them goodnight after they were Liberty. asleep, working 16, 18-hour days. Right. And, uh, so I realized that that kind of consistency doesn't necessarily play out. <laughs> right. The, the good news is that God can take some of that, uh, it, something that's directed probably in the wrong direction and uh, correct it for good. Right. And that, uh, that he certainly did that with the Apostle Paul, didn't he? He was yes. consistently persecuting uh, right. Christians. And right. he says, you know, I, I love your passion, but uh, you're, it's you're on the wrong team. <laughs> yeah, it's misdirected, right? <laughs> it's misdirected. and. Uh, uh, so thank God that he could use some of those uh, qualities that right. could take us down the wrong direction and correct them for good. But uh, uh, So I got caught up in the consistency of the wrong stuff, right? and uh, and that's what we have to be careful of. I mean, we always go through windows, don't we, windows of time. Uh, or how do you handle that when, uh, when you have a busy spell coming up? Or... Yeah, so um, because of... What I do with the church and the school and the radio, my, my schedule's all over the place. I don't have a, a regular nine to five. Um, and But at the same time, it does allow me to have a lot of time um, where I can't spend with my daughters. Um, so um, sometimes it pulls me away. Sometimes it, it, it allows me a lot of time. So I try, again, you know, to be consistent on who I am. Um, I may not be able to always be consistent with time because of meetings or just emergencies or, or what have you. But... Uh, to be consistent on who I am, um, to me, that's, that's, that's my main focus, um, you know, but we, as a family, you know, we are consistently there. My wife is there all the time, and so we make sure that one of us is, is usually there with, especially at this age, um, all the time, you know. That's interesting. So, so you have, your, your bride does not work outside the home. No, she's CEO of uh, the Villarreal household, just like my mother was a CEO of, of the Villarreal household. <laughs> well, that's a, 
uh, is that a chief encouragement officer? Yeah, see, yeah. I, I, we should say COO, right? Uh, 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 not chief operating officer, but chief organizing officer. Because if it weren't for her, <laughs> then we'd be a mess. Uh, I was a CCO. I was a chief critical officer. There you go. That was uh, not something I was needed yes. to be known no. for. <laughs> we are to encourage our kids, yes. not always be critical of them. Right? Correct. But uh, I think that that consistency uh, goes in as a lot of dimensions of that. And there's our, our schedule, yes. uh, our predictability, you know, right. we uh, know what time to expect us home typically. Right. And if we're not going to be home, uh, do they know why? Right. You know, uh, there was a, years ago we did a, a, an essay contest where the young man was saying, uh, you know, his dad didn't even, uh, he didn't even think he likes him anymore. He said he used to come home and, and wrestle with him and play with him and all that stuff. And now he comes home late and he's grumpy and tired all the time, right. you know. And uh, what, what what happened was is that dad had just had a change of responsibilities in the office. Yeah. And uh, his bride knew about it, but they hadn't conveyed that Explained. to their kids, right? Mm -hmm. And and what we know about kids is they project any kind of uh, friction on themselves. Right. They must be the problem, you know. Right. And he actually asked his dad, "Do you not like us anymore?" Right. He says, "Of course I like you. Why wouldn't you think I like you?" And, and he just didn't realize that, you know, we, we think we can handle this tension and this right. pressure sometimes. And uh, uh, we have to be real with our kids and let them know that, hey, you know, I'm going to be, you know, if you're a CPA, say, hey, you know, it's uh, it's that time, uh, you know, mid-month, uh, we have all April. these uh, paperwork to deal with. I'm on every quarter, every quarter there's something going on there. And you have to be careful with uh, uh, understanding that I'm going to have a busy spell coming up. You know, or maybe you're going through a time where uh, you just have to travel in right. your work and uh, just let the kids know that, hey, you know, be, be patient with dad the next month or so because we're going through a, a valley of work or uh, going through a, a change of responsibilities and uh, understand that. But there's also the consistency of affection and uh, what you show in the home. How, how do you, you and your bride convey that? Um, well, you, I, I'm very blessed because my wife and I are, are, are very laid back people. You know, um, you know, it's it's rare for us to uh, be angry or mm -hmm. yelling or stuff like mm -hmm. that. You know, it's not that it doesn't. Again, you know, we're human. Those things happen for whatever reason. But um, it's a very rare thing. You know, so our kids are just consistently in in, in, in a house that's very stable. Um, mm -hmm. I grew up in a very stable house, and she grew up in a very stable house, and we were we were blessed on that. Our parents, my parents at least, uh, my parents did not grow up in, in stable homes, mm -hmm. uh, but. But they were, you know, they were they, committed to create. They were create, yeah. They they created a stable home for us, um, you know, and and uh, um, we weren't, you know, even like moving around. We didn't move around, you know, like all the time, stuff like that. When we we finally moved to Pasadena, I mean, in 1981, um, we lived in two. You know, my total life, I think I've lived in four houses. Wow. Um, you know, and three of them in Pasadena, uh, two of them on the same street, right? So, so I don't really consider it moving, um, right. Right. but um, you know, just just a lot of consistency in our lives, and I, I think that that that's really put a good foundation for us, um, mm -hmm. you know, at least for me now as a father, because mm -hmm. of the consistency that my parents put in us. That's good. Uh, I mean, I was the other side of the spectrum there. Mm -hmm. uh, Ruben and I had we moved nine times in the last fifteen years of our marriage. <laughs> so, so when we moved to Houston in 1995, we said we will stay here uh, through at least the kids' high school. And of course, right. that for it became a home. Yeah. But uh, that consistency of uh, location and right. what you're doing, and 
Then the other side is, uh, you know, when you, what, what was it in your home? I mean, obviously the, the stability and, and uh, I understand all that. Is there anything in particular in the relationship between your mom and dad that uh, really just stuck out as a consistent representative, representation of what you wanted in life? Well, I mean, they're, both of their love for, for God and for the ministry um, is, you know, that like, I think my whole, not just childhood, but my whole life is um, sort of evolved. Like, that was the core, right, of our, of our family. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, not perfect people, not by any measure, but a, a love for God, a love for the ministry, a love for, for souls, a love for people, you mm-hmm. know, of, of sharing the gospel. And, um, and, and, you know, that's, that's, that's the rock, the foundation that the church is built on, Jesus Christ. And when we build our lives, we build our families, our marriages, our, you know, our lives on that same rock. Well, you know, the winds and, and the, the waters will come, but the house will not be destroyed. Yeah, amen. Well, that's uh, uh, one thing that my bride and I have started doing and we did from very early on was to always kiss each other when we left. And as soon as we yes. got home, we looked for each other, kiss each other, welcome home. Yes. That thing. So that little bit of consistency and affection is something the kids always saw. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'll tell you something funny. I uh, it's it's just like a, a purpose playing around type thing. Is I'll as soon as I get home, I'll, I'll kiss the girls and um, just kind of walk by my wife, and she'll say like, "What am I chopped liver?" You know, and, and it's just a you know it's a little joke that that we do, and then I'll come back. Oh yeah 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 yeah. You know. It, 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 but um, kiss the older woman. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but the but the my daughters see it. You know, like when we pray, we hold hands and we pray. You know, every time we eat, we always pray for food. We hold hands, and um, and our daughters sometimes, you know, they're like in the living room or whatever, and, and they know that we're praying to eat. They will come running to hold our hands. Um, we're sitting on the same table all together. Um, they will reach over to hold our hands uh, when we pray, and so they they see that consistency and affection, that consistency of, of that unity that, that Nayeli and I, Nayeli's my wife, that Nayeli and I have. Right. Well, that's, uh, that's huge as well. I mean, that uh, the, the eating dinner together and praying together yes. are uh, a couple of the consistent points uh, that we'll wrap up on is that, you know, a family that eats dinner together, a child is, uh, in fact, a, child, a family that does not eat dinner together, a child is more than twice as likely uh, five times, twice as likely to engage in drugs and alcohol wow. than a family that eats dinner five times a week. So, you know, these are the things you, know, you just have the opportunity to consistently discuss your day, to consistently right. pray together, to consistently be engaged in each other's lives. Right. And uh, so that consistency with uh, affection, that consistency. And, and the other, of course, is uh, that if you're going to argue, where do you argue? You, you argue yeah. behind closed doors uh, and uh, try to keep everything simple up front, right. you know. Uh, so, the, but uh, the kids need to know that the mom and dad are consistently uh, unified in yeah. discipline, in love, and in, uh, in, in the procedures at the house. Yeah, yeah I, I, you know, I, I uh, grew up in a household where we all talk loud. Um, and uh, it, it, we all talk over each other. We all talk loud. And it's just how when the whole family, all my nephews and nieces, oh my, that, that house is so loud. Like, it's just the way we are. And uh, sometimes my wife and I were talking, and we talk in Spanish. And, um, you know, it's just a normal conversation. But 
I talk loud and, and uh, you know, I guess she's matching my level of volume and, and we talk fast and fast. And so uh, Rebecca, our elders, will come running and she'll say like, stop biting, stop biting. <laughs> we'll start cracking up because uh, we're just having a conversation, you know, but uh, it's just one of those funny things. You know, we grew up in a loud household. <laughs> that's, a, you know, that's a great uh, point to make because uh, what it's the kid's perspective. It's right. not our perspective, right? right? You know, it's like, uh, you know, kid, you know, when it comes to consistency, uh, dads will always say, well, uh, should I consistently provide quality time or quantity time? And I said, well, how are you controlling the quality of time that you have with your kids? Uh, right. your, your kids control that quality. All right. you can do is consistently provide the quantity. Right. And so it's from their perspective. Right. And, and we had the same thing that we'll be uh, talking and what have you. And they'll think we're, we're yelling or something. Right. And I said, you don't have a clue what a yelling household is. <laughs> yeah. I, I grew you up grew in a home one. where the where the loudest and the cursest won the right. argument, right? And uh, so I say, kids, you don't have a clue. So, right. But that doesn't matter, does it? It's from their, their perspective, perspective, not from our perspective. Right. And uh, so that's how we uh, got to continue to emphasize yeah. that uh, we're consistent with uh, relationship in the home, right. the marriage relationship, but that number one. Uh, the kids rotate around the marriage, not the, not the marriage rotate right. around the kids. And uh, those types of things. So, so dads, as as we wrap up this uh, this particular podcast, we have one more in the series, but uh, we just want to encourage you to uh, stress that consistency, that consistency in your schedule, that consistency in and uh, your predictability as a dad, what's going on, your consistency in eating dinner together, and and in showing affection, and uh, and that your marriage is is prioritized in your home. So. Uh, uh, Ruben, thank you again for joining well, us you. here. And uh, dads, we just again encourage you that uh, consistency is one of the ways that you can become a hero in your children's eyes. So uh, stay tuned uh, for the fourth and final uh, podcast in this series, and we'll uh, get that back to you as, uh, as uh, here in a few minutes. Thank you much, and uh, God bless and Godspeed.